Welcome everyone to week or episode number 10 of the Pokeballs podcast. This is a special one this week because not only is it number 10, we are first time appearing on our very own YouTube channel. We're not on my YouTube channel anymore. We're actually on ours. Thank you so much for everyone for subbing. Um, and it is the first time we have a guest on as well. So very big welcome, not only to my co-host Scott, but to our guest, special guest this week, Light. And uh, very excited to get into this episode. I'm going to throw it over to Scott. How are you doing, mate? Like we normally do. You doing okay this week? I'm doing very well. Very relaxed. We've had another long weekend in the UK, which is fantastic. We do like we take those. Um, but last one for a while, so made the most of it. Went to Comic Con and I played in a Pokemon event as well this weekend. So all round a good weekend. To be honest with you, how about you? And I got sunburnt and went to a wedding, as you can see. I had these sunglasses on the entire weekend and I have the imprint on my face. So if you're wondering why I have like really white panda eyes, that's the reason. Uh, I caught a lot of sun. It was a good weekend though. Uh, like you say, a long one, but uh, no Pokemon and no Comic Con. Even though I did have a Comic Con ticket, just thankful that I could give your friend uh, the ticket so it didn't go to waste. So, mm -hmm. but next time, mate, next time. How was your weekend like? Has it been good? Well, uh, I work the weekends. I work 25 hours, uh, oh. 24 hours because I work in the airport, but I work in the private airport. So uh, the plan is that I ha if, I if I have flights, I go there and I do the, the, the aircraft. If not, I stay at home and I just with the mail, with the, with the call phones. But <laughs> I only work the weekends and between the week I don't work. This is my... <laughs> My, my life. I tried to make some content between the, the week uh, about Pokemon, about Zelda. I'm starting, but um, I'm trying to be humble, trying to be to be funny and trying to to do something good for, for the Pokemon community that it's super big and well, <laughs> I'm really enjoying this. So I want to touch on that because you are very new to like the Pokemon community, but like in my opinion you're making some really big waves i mean the content you say in your i know your work schedule you work like crazy hours you work all the time but the to still get the amount of content that you do out is very impressive and the quality of content as well so for those of you at home that don't know too much about light he is a pokemon speedrunner does pokemon content but Primarily on Twitter, very well renowned for his Pokemon theories and being a leak analyst as well and has some really like amazing leak analyst ideas and theory ideas about potential upcoming Pokemon games. That would be with Scarlet and Violet. You did some amazing stuff on the theories around terrestrialization when the games were kind of coming up to release. And now you've got even more going into the DLCs as well. So just sorry to cut in on your and uh, when you're speaking there, but just to give everyone at home a little overview. If I've missed any gaps or Angel, just fill them in for us. I mean, no, no, no problem. I mean, um, yes, I just been one one year doing this. I was like um, in a fall down of my life because uh, it happened something really bad for me. And Pokemon always just helped me to 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 avoid or to forget uh, some places of my life that uh, it's been worse uh, and very bad for me. So um, I've been doing this one year. Um, I like to think about uh, how maybe Pokemon can can uh, bring all the content uh, is uh, doing to try to to be um, something useful for the people. I mean, when I write a theory about something, I I try to go furthermore, you know, not only what you see, if maybe what we can uh, arrive to see. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like a lot of your theories, they're not just scratching the surface with putting like one and one give two and that's what the theory is they you really go in depth with a lot of them and you kind of go into like you know deep lore of kind of ancient civilizations or ancient cultures and stuff like that and really connect things that could be kind of 
make a lot of sense to the storylines or how they connect into Pokemon and how they can unfold and how we maybe kind of see that translate into the Pokemon games as well. And for the most part, you're pretty kind of correct with a lot of like the theories and things that you've had so far. So I think today we'd like to concentrate a lot on the DLCs that are coming up. We've got the Teal Mask coming up later this year. Whenever that will be, maybe, maybe this year, maybe next year. Yeah, <laughs> um, well, we have to see. <laughs> yeah, and then we've got the Indigo Disc after that, which will probably be more than likely next year. But we'll kind of hope for it being this year. I mean, first off, do you when do you expect us to kind of get the DLCs? Do you think it'll be a fall date, or do you think it'll be maybe a bit sooner or even later? Well, it's supposed. Um, I think that it will arrive. This year, the first part, I mean, fall, autumn, maybe starting winter, you know that Pokemon likes to optimize a lot of the time. Yeah, that November <laughs> date. Yeah, yeah, maybe the second part, the la because uh, there was a, a leak about uh, some, some time ago about someone that said that the second part will arrive the next year among with the uh, um, upgrades of graphics uh, because it's supposed that a new Switch is also coming. But my dates, more or less, will be those ones. First part, um, past autumn, and the second part starting 2024. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a long time away. I, I kind of agree with you. I think we'll probably see, like, I, I expect maybe October, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's into, like, November when we get the teal mask. It's just so such a long time away. Um, but... I guess it'll come when it comes, you know. Uh, that's the that's the big thing. Because I think with Sword and Shield, I think a lot of us were expecting a kind of a similar release cycle because Sword and Shield, we had released at the same time in November and then it was in mm. June when we got, like, the Isle of Armor. So I think initially before we had that Pokemon Presents in February that we, we expected maybe to have a similar release schedule where we get the Teal Mask in June and then we get... Uh, the, the Indigo disc in November but like you say I think there's a lot of emphasis probably on the fact that maybe they are going to wait if there is a Switch 2 to come out for the Indigo disc and then the performance issues that we kind of have at the minute with Scarlet and Violet and everything else surrounding it hopefully would go away with that But and that would make sense and it would kind of probably save the whole game really if the Indigo disc was this like blowout amazingly good quality no issues dlc addition to scarlet and violet yeah but also mm, there, there is a, a little um, a small but because um as soon as the sword and shield the, the dlc was announced uh it reveals a uh, gameplay it reveals some i mean some pokemon some uh, new gigantamax forms but uh, in this last um trailer they didn't show a lot of of stuff only Terapagos, Ogrepon, or the um, the three the, the three heroes of Kitakami, um, Okidogi, Sandipiti, and and Munkidori, and yeah, yeah, but <laughs> that was it, yeah. wasn't it? Hmm. I really liked your theory today. I think I don't know if you put it up today or yesterday about us as characters not being able to take. Coridon and Maridon potentially into the Teal Mask and mm -hmm. because they won't be because I think I like the logic that you said the reason for us not being able to take these into or on the school trip in the Teal Mask was because potentially we'd have all the ride mechanics so we'd have easy access around the entire island wherever it would be and I think you were saying it would be nice if these kind of new starter Pokemon here were the ones that we had to kind of join us in our team to give us different ride mechanics to get around the different areas in the DLC. I, I honestly love that, and it would make a lot of sense as well, because, like you say, if we go over to this new area and we have unlimited access to everywhere, it kind of makes it, like, very easy, whereas if they want us to follow a story and only do certain things in a set kind of pattern, this would make complete sense to to how they would, would operate it. And then all three of these new starters in the, the DLC would kind of be relevant and it, you know so I really like that theory I mean if you want to touch on a few more things from that because I'm just briefly going over it well just just more or less as the, the tweet says that taking part as the Momotaro tale what happened as the journey that um, Momotaro 
met uh, the dog, the monkey, and the pheasant, and well, to to defeat the oni and to bring to the billets, and you know, it's like um, as I was saying, I mean, as it clearly clearly say that uh, we will not be able to to go all the places as, as soon as the DLC starts. I think that something will happen to Corridor, to Miraidon, or maybe um, they will stay in the school. I don't know what's going on, or maybe they will have some type of problem, but I think that as soon as we arrive to Kitakami, maybe um, we will not be able to use um, uh, Koraidon and Miraidon uh, the right forms, and I mean, <laughs> but someone was saying that the monkey is too small to, to swim, but <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know, maybe they will they will have some forms, you know, maybe they can change, maybe, well, it's, um, we have a lot of options, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I guess then it could be connected to how the masks kind of work because we've got this whole theory about the, the masks as well. For people that are watching and don't really know anything about the masks, you're probably the best person to ask here on the uh, on the podcast to inform us all about what the what the masks are all about and the connection to the DLCs are. Well, it's supposed that um, there will be new terrestrial forms in the upcoming two DLCs. Maybe in the first DLC, there will be some terrestrial forms, and the second part, there will be another ones. Um, and as I theorized some, some time ago about all the terrorites we are doing with the seven stars, that they were like a lot of um, Pokemon, starter Pokemon from another generations, um, and also Pikachu, Pikachu uh, with surf type, um, type, uh, water, uh, so I think that maybe this type of Teramax they will change the appearance of um, all these Pokemons. All the maybe uh, I think that we have already uh, 15 or 16 Pokemon that have special Terraforms. Um, so maybe this part it will be the first one, and the, maybe the second part will be another uh, another Pokemon. Maybe some Pokemon of of this generation that will have some also special terraforms, special terramask. Um, we don't know exactly, but what I'm really sure is that it's going to change the appearance. It's not to change the form. Why? Because um, as soon as the Pokemon terrestrialize, uh, what is the terrestrial, um, the terrestrial phenomenon? It's only that it's like makes a, a type of barrier around the around the, the body of the Pokemon and also have a crown. It doesn't change the, the form of the Pokemon. So I'm really I'm really com convinced that it will only change the appearance. Maybe a big armor or I don't know. <laughs> there are I, I made a theory long uh, long ago like I don't know maybe if you know that Naruto has a special form that yeah. is like a QB. You know that yeah. controls the QB and Naruto is like in, in the head. Yeah. So I really like this type of, you know, the lore, the the connections that maybe they can make. Um, so more or less, that's uh, that's my thoughts. Also, uh, as you can see, that we are uh, obtaining uh, just um, in the terabytes, we are obtaining uh, just one type of each one. Maybe we have to complete 18 teratypes, as Terapagos has all the the types in the shield maybe to get also the final form of Terrapagos or the last uh, Terraform of Terrapagos. Yes, I love that. I love that. So, yeah, it would make complete sense. Throughout the two DLCs, we have to collect 18 masks, and then that lets us get mm. to that final you, final stage where we can get Terrapagos. Do you think mm. it would be like, um, like Gigantamax forms where only specific Pokemon are able to do this new form with these masks? Yeah, yeah, but from my point of view, it's totally as you say. I think that just a special Pokemon with a special, um, with just um, maybe it's happened with Pikachu. Pikachu is going to obtain a special uh, Terraform, as always, you know, that Pokemon love to give forms to Pikachu. We have uh, Pikachu, a lot of Pikachu Giganta form with uh, the, the um, with caps, with Ash Cap, you know. So um, also Charizard. <laughs> Charizard with. <laughs> that is going to get a, a new special terrestrial form, new special yeah. terrestrial mask with the, the, the first uh, Terrorite and start with uh, Dragon-type. So, I mean, I think that 
it's everything connected that finally they will show us a video um a trailer that they will appear all these pokemon because also have the the mightiest mark that then the mightiest mark is like a crown so i think that everything mm. is called yeah it's connected yeah yeah it's really yeah it makes a, when you say it like that i'm getting extremely excited that i hope this is how the dlc is gonna actually play out but it makes a lot of sense as well and i think when you think to like the they're probably if they do it with Charizard, they'll do it with Blastoise and Venusaur, which would make sense because they're going to get introduced in the DLCs. Like we finally got home dropping, but we know we can't transport those two in initially because they are in the data, they are in the the, the Pokedex, but they're not going to be accessible until the DLCs I think are available. It, it so it will be really interesting to see what Pokemon they decide to drop Terrorades for after home drops. I mean, it does feel like. They were going to do Delphox, but then held it back just because of the Pokemon Home delay or whatever the hell it is. They just want to get it out first before they do the next Terror Raid. Mm. Um, and then I guess I guess go from there. But like, do you think that... Because um, a lot of people seem, seem to think uh, that there's going to be a lot of content in the in these DLCs. Is that, do you think that will be the case? Yeah, well, completely. I mean... I think that also Pokemon needs to repair some of the damage that they did with the mind po with the mind series of Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet because people mm -hmm. some way it's angry, you know. Um, but I mean, I'm really I'm really confident that if Pokemon drops a video with the special Terrestrial form and with some special content, the people will just change the mind and they will forget everything that happened with this the is this is exactly what we said with like yeah, as soon as home comes out people are just going to forget about all the delays and everything <laughs> like that yeah exactly that it's pokemon i mean the pokemon company uh, they take us and they give us so i think that that's the two the two faces of the of the coin yeah yeah i think yeah the i feel like the dlcs are going to be big i think that the delay time on them as well feels like they're probably going to be a lot bigger than because Isle of Armor was pretty small. Crown Tundra was an all right size, but it wasn't huge. It could but... be that they're just trying to polish them because they know how bad, um, how badly obviously the game was at launch. So maybe that's that's what it is. I mean, they spent they spent an extra year. We found out recently they spent an extra year polishing uh, Tears of the Kingdom. So it would make sense if they're they're obviously worried. You know, I I, I know that they don't care, but I. They they must worry about it, you know. They can't have the DLC to run badly as well, you know. It's even if it doesn't affect them that much, it's just going to be bad. So it would make mm. sense that maybe they maybe that's why they gave such. I mean, they do it anyway, but maybe that's why they gave such vague dates, just to give themselves a lot more lee room with like deciding when they actually want to drop the DLC. Um, so it wouldn't make a lot of sense. And if if the Switch Pro does come out, I mean, maybe that's what they're aiming for, and that's maybe that's why. The the till whatever the second one is um is coming out Indigo disc, Indigo yeah. disc is yeah. coming out, you know I think the 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 placeholder date is like April twenty twenty four, on the on the eShop so you know yeah it'll be it'll be interesting like I said we we spoke about it it could like you know everyone could forget everything the DLC could be amazing they could the Switch Pro could come out and the game could run like a dream and you know it's funny how quickly people will forget stuff when. You know when they're excited about uh, yeah yeah but it's, it's yeah it's it's curiously th that those special terraforms they just keep for the DLCs because in the main game there's no there's the 18 uh, terra crowns 18 terra types and that's all and th uh, I remember that I posted uh, a theory about eight months ago or nine months ago about talking about this the special terraform the special terraforms and people. They will say me like, I mean, you are crazy. What are you saying? No, that's all. And I said, okay, so that's all. But I mean, uh, as happened with the Dynamax form that Pokemon has Gigantamax forms, is a new phenomenon is going to, to happen in in the Pokemon world, uh, as happened now with the, with the Terrastal phenomenon. It's 100% sure, 99% sure that will, will be the also special Terraforms, you know, special forms of the Pokemon. That's, yeah. I, mean... I feel like I feel like it's more backed up now with the recent news that we've had from the the upcoming TCG sets as well. I think the artwork mm. on on those uh, specific Pokemon like Charizard on those uh, new cards, I think that kind of even further hints at like 
what you're saying about these special forms because the Charizard is very different, I think, to a regular Charizard, even yeah. though the typing's slightly different on the TCG, but you kind of got to take that to one side. I think there's going to, like, it has to have some sort of uh, hint to it in what potentially is coming in the video games as well. I had, um, not a quick question, but we spoke about it a lot. Obviously, the Terror Raids are hard, right? Or they don't feel hard, at least the 7-star Raids don't feel hard anymore because we've had so many. Obviously, when they were first introduced, as we've discussed in the podcast before, all the Raids, all the, even the 5-star Raids seem really hard, you know? But now we've become you know, accustomed to them coming out and we know how to deal with them and you know how they work. Do you think, along with these special forms, do you think we will get maybe 8-star Terror Raids or you know stuff that's a lot more difficult than what we already have? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yes. I mean, we know that um, already there are not legendary Pokemon with the with the Terra Raids. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's going to appear, you know, Mewtwo, all the Pokemon that uh, are coming back, Mew, Giratina, uh, Dialga, Palkia, also all the lore that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet has with the with the time travel, with the present, with the future. I mean, something really big can happen. Um, in Scarlet and Violet that maybe, uh, I don't know, they're going to, uh, there will be like, uh, as you said, eight star Terrorite battle with new Pokemon with much more harder Pokemon. But um, we don't know wh what's going on because maybe with this new mechanic that uh, the DLC is going on, is going to bring us, maybe will help us to deal with that eight star Terrorite battle. Because um, I think that I remember also uh, I didn't play, but I know that 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 happened that in the in the Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC in the second part. Uh, so yeah, the, the the second DLC, the, there it was like Max 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 Adventures. Yeah, Max Max Giganta Max Raids, isn't it? Or were they the uh, the Dynamax Adventures, where you had to go through the the three stages until you got yeah, to the boss exactly, at the end. Exactly, yeah, exactly. yeah, something like that. Yes. Yeah, that would totally make sense as well, wouldn't it? To have like that extra, extra difficult, just unlockable in the DLCs. Yeah, I think you're right. There's obviously they're gonna need to have a way probably to get all the previous lit, like box art legendaries into the game at some point. Um, they'll probably do events for some, like you say, but a lot of the main ones from the main series mm. games they're going to have to do you know like the Dynamax Adventures something similar to that and it would make it would be really cool if they made them harder you know yeah, yeah I mean we have we have Walking Wake and also we have Iron Leaves but they yeah. are Paradox Pokemon they are not legendary yeah <laughs> so yeah also, and also this is a big uh, a big question mark what's going on with the Paradox Pokemon we need to know what they are what they really is um we, we have to know about health, we have to know about it's supposed there will be another, uh, another book, okay, that it's supposed it's, it's going to be the ancient book, okay, of, of maybe health has it, maybe all the legendary Pokemon are going to come from there. Well, I don't know, it's uh, a big question mark, I don't know what's going on, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are, we there are a lot of weapons that Pokemon can use and it's... It will be a must-buy, I think, the, the DLC. Yeah. yeah. I like the theory. I like that idea of a third book as well with all the legendaries in. I think that's that's really cool. Yeah, because, you... yeah, because sorry, because we don't have uh, any type of information. When you put the Pokedex of, of Coridon and Miraidon, um, the information from that is from there, there's not, there's, there's not in the Violet book or in the Scarlet book. So... It's very curious, yeah, because it says that it's in in ancient diary in the Pokedex. You can yeah. read it in ancient diary. We don't we don't have any any diary that's it ancient. Only the Scarlet book and the Violet book. Do that's you, a really good point. Do you think that in the DLCs the professors will actually still be alive and that we'll get to maybe travel to the future or the past and find the professors that died? Yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Can be can be correct this this sentence that maybe they are alive but you know Sada and I Sada and I Turo they they suppose that they they are now in the past or in the future um, and the and the time machine is closed at the moment 
but I mean, as I say that could explode or something. That'd be really cool if the time machine exploded, and that's how the DLC happens. Because it, it, yeah, it, yeah. it's called the quest. What's it called? Something Area Zero. What's it called? The DLCs. Um, hidden treasures of Area Zero. Yeah. So if it, it, if it went bang, there. you know, that would be quite cool. Um, mm. Yeah, and like maybe yeah, the whole map could change or something. I mean, there is that section in the top right of the map that's grayed out, but is clearly part of of the map that we obviously haven't explored yet. So, you know, it'll be interesting but, to see what that ends up being. But it's curious. It's not only this part that you say. Also, the crater of Paldea, if we yeah. check in the map, has the same lines. Yeah. So maybe also the center can change. We don't know. <laughs> That's. I, it's always interested me that because it's always like that area where we can go into it, but at the same time, it's blocked out exactly like that top um, right-hand corner of the map. It's exactly the same. Like It's barred out, and we can't actually get access to it so are we going to be able to delve deeper with inside it and things like that the one question i want to ask you like is at the end of the games and i'm presuming by now we don't need to say spoilers because everyone should have played through the games and know the end of the story so uh, we can talk about it but the the professors when they're kind of talking at the end they're ai generated by the whatever creature that's controlling uh, the 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 time machine, right? Uh, it doesn't seem like it's like a good entity. And I, for me personally, just like looking at it, I don't feel like that's uh, Terrapagos. It's that's controlling either of the professors in that situation. And I feel like it's something else that we might not have seen. Do you think that could like? Do you kind of go along with that, or do you think it is just Terrapagos and it's went out I a bit of control? All. <laughs> I'm with you. I think that there is something there that we don't know already that it, it makes some type of connection because um, as we are going uh, deep down the Area Zero the first time that we, we were with Arven, Nemon and Penny, Arven mm -hmm. said that in both, um, in, both, um, in both games, they say different stuff. In one, in one game, they say that a furious, um, a furious monster attacked him and um, in the Violet said, like a, a modern machine or something like that, attack uh, Mavo Steve, you know? And, oh, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's a big hint that something more is there, that because if not, all the time that we were, when we went down Area Zero, that Arvin, we saw a lot of Paradox Pokemon, maybe they, they sh he should say, oh, if it was this Pokemon that attacked. Uh, Mavo Steve. So we don't know which Pokemon attack Mavo Steve. In fact, yeah. Yeah, and that gets me onto the points. You know, in the uh, the Scarlet book and the Violet book, you've got the like the kind of illustrations of what kind of I expected the the paradox, Walk and Wake, and Iron Leaves, but they don't look anything really like what they're drawn like in those books. You know, it's like um, Walk and Wake is like it's nothing like what's drawn in that book it's more like an anti kind of mix yeah, like it's, it's all three of them yeah yeah. yeah so it's yeah, like yeah i mean i mean also it's very curious because in 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 the book it say that uh, the artist sketch the, the artist sketcher we don't know who is the artist sketcher okay because it's supposed that uh the last the, the page that uh, terapagos sees this i don't know if maybe the last form and those pages that you are saying that with Walking Wake and, and Iron Leaves that they don't look like uh, they were um, drawn by the, the the artist's sketch and we don't know who is the artist's sketch so yeah it's that's the <laughs> that I hope all of this gets answered and like there aren't bits like this that just kind of like get left out and we don't really find out anything more about them because it would be kind of like there's so much kind of potential with all of these little threads that we've been given up to now that could really come together to make an amazing kind of even bigger story to kind of round things off. Um, so yeah, hopefully all these tie together and we get a really good cohesive story in the end. Do you think as well that, um, oh, what you called, uh, the, the champion of the region, I can't remember her name, Geek. Ge I don't know, I don't know. Uh, it's uh, Geta. Geta, yeah. yeah. Geta. Do you think she's got anything to do with it? There's a lot of people out there that think she's like tied up in it somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people say that 
um, also there are some gym leaders, you know, you know, also look like robotic style, you know, also happened with, with Geta, maybe, mm. uh, maybe I don't know, maybe it's, uh, there are a lot of uh, question marks that, because Geta is, the, I think is the most uh, hateable champion <laughs> ever. <laughs> Yeah. Because I did, I did a poll, and I said, oh, guys, who uh, who is the world champion between uh, the first and the, uh, from the eight to from one to eight, and and Geta and people say like more than eighty percent that was Geta. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, but unanimous decision. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So well, wow. I suppose that everything is related. Of course, Geta should be should know also something that uh, we don't know. Maybe uh something related with mm. with uh, the terrestrial phenomenon it's everything it's on the air we don't know exactly what's going on also metzagosa is like in the front of the crater maybe metzagosa has some time of connection with the crater maybe they they know what's what's going on uh, they use terapagos to 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 create the the terra orbs so <laughs> yeah yeah, Do you I think mean, there's like a secret, a secret passage from a Mesagosa, the school, into the area zero? How cool would that be? Yeah, well, well, and, there's a, a hidden room. Yeah, there's a, like, yeah, there's a hidden room, so <laughs> everything is possible. I mean, good lead. Yeah, what's I mean, the head teacher called? Does he call himself Cliff? And he's like little disguise mode. Yeah, is it Cliff or Clive? Oh, <laughs> uh, that was so Cliff. funny. Clive, is it Clive? I don't know. He got up good and got up to something. I think if we do see getting back to the the different terraforms, because uh, I always like kind of like to look at this from uh, a competitive point of view as well. Like, I feel like they're not just gonna have a like a form change. There'll be something like from a competitive aspect where they'll get an increased power or they'll get a special move or they'll get. Uh, like double stab or something along those lines with that. I mean, how do you feel about that? Like, I would see something like that happening because, you know, with the Gigantamax forms, they always got every Gigantamax Pokemon got a signature Gigantamax okay. move. So you got like uh, G Max Wildfire for Charizard. You got um, G Max Fine Lash. All, yeah, you got like all of those. And they had like additional effects as well as being seriously powerful on top of them. So it'll be interesting to see if we get something like that along with just these uh, Pokemon that get this special form as well. Yes, absolute. You are right. I think that uh, they will, you know, change the appearance, as I said, and also maybe has some type of signature move as happened with with Gigantamax forms. But um, it's very curious because uh, it's if supposed that Rillaboom is going to be type normal and it's going to get a special terrestrial form. Uh, people say that maybe it can be type ground, but ground is not able because um, uh, the the heightened ability is grassy grassy light or grassy grassy, grassy terrain. Light, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And earthquake will be uh, fifty percent less damage from because the grass is light. So it's not um, viable to make Rillaboom uh, terra type uh, ground. So. My uh, my theory is that um, Pokemon thought about making Rillaboom as an special attacker since the the creation of before the creation of um, of Pokemon Sword and Shield. Why? Because um, Rillaboom um, has I think 60 special attack, but has uh, 135 base stat of of attack. Yeah. So I think that they were they were planning this science um, Pokemon Sword and Shield even before to make a special uh, form a special uh, attacker form that uh, Rillaboom will have here. With uh, you know that they uh, he can learn Boom Burst, isn't it? Yeah, Boom Burst. Yeah. Boom Burst. Boom Burst has 100, 140, yeah, one hundred forty uh, base <laughs> uh, damage, uh, but it's a special attack. I mean, yeah. it has no sense. So maybe they will be like a special attacker with a lot of special attack and with um, the the type uh, normal, you know. I'd like to I'd like to see that. I feel like it would be easy prey for something like Annihilate again if we get that as a seven star raid. I would say as well with the the I do think it could be a ground typing 
because in VG, primarily Rillaboom always used uh, high horsepower as its ground type in attack. Mm. Never really Earthquake. I totally get what you mean, though. I, I, I get that the conflict with earth, Earthquake, grassy terrain, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. So I could see that being a reason for it, but I could still see it being a ground type and just running high horsepower instead. Um, and I think it would be more difficult. Like we would, we were playing around. Me and Scott were talking about ideas. What would be the hardest terror type to beat? And we both agreed. Like if it was fire type Rillaboom, it's never gonna be. But you can't think. There's not a single Pokemon that you could bring to that that would do well. Like that we've got access to. I think that would be the most difficult seven star raid that we could ever see. But it's more likely. I think I can get behind the normal type. I feel like it could be with the Boom Burst. It would be quite. It would be quite unique, uh, and it gets some good dog coverage as well, and some other. I mean, its coverage in general is amazing. So, it'd hmm. be it'd be a tough challenge, I think. And the boom burst would be disgusting, horrible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Some some time ago, I I did a video <laughs> because um, Rillaboom has access to Sunny Day and to Growth. So oh. you know that, yes, you know that <laughs> the, the mechanic of Pokemon with the same stats yeah, right, yeah. that's happened with Inteleon is you cannot do anything, and as soon as the, the, the battle starts, Inteleon use uh, Snow Escape plus Mist. Yeah. So my thoughts are that Rilaum is going to use Sunny Day, Sunny Day <laughs> will increase, um, well, uh, you know, the, the, the damage of the fire attacks, but has growth. So my thoughts is that he's going to use Sunny Day, then growth, and then Boom Boost. Growth uh, will uh, will upgrade plus one our attack and our special attack, but under sunny day increases two. two times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, so hitting with boom burst with uh, teratype normal and plus two is going to hard. It's going to hit hard, you know. <laughs> that's gonna be yeah. You're gonna have to use an eye lip. It's the only thing that's got immunity to it that can hit. <laughs> yeah, <it. laughs> the a good damage. The a will reign supreme again. But yeah, I mean that would be that would be so good. To, I would love to see that. That would be a really cool combination. I call. I've been coining that um, when I've been covering the raids. That turn where they have that free turn, I just coin it turn zero because it's just like the free turns that they all get. So um, yeah, it would be nice to see us get kind of really like punished very quickly early on with something like that because I feel like we get. We get some ones that are like not too bad, but other ones they're like, ah, they're not, they're not making much difference. So that would yeah. be, that would be scary. That would be scary. Mm -hmm. Also, yeah. also with their fox because their fox um, has yeah. ch has charm and that's gleam gleam, and yeah. will and will remove your your item if mm. it's a fairy type. Eh? Just if it's a fairy type. I think it'll be a fairy type. I honestly think it will have it'll have magic room and it will utilize that with magician. I really feel like those two moves will make a lot of sense on it. So I could see like magic room being used where it nullifies the items for five turns, um, which is quite scary. And then obviously magician as well can just steal your item. So yeah, I yeah. do think like those two moves, charm, and it gets nasty plot as well. So it's. Nasty Plot, Calm Mind, yeah, Has yeah. X, Will O' Wisp. I could yeah. see Encore as well, you know, being used. Because, like, Encore, it's got, like, that magician vibe to it as well. Like, so, potentially, I don't know. But mm. I think that'll be a hard one. I don't think that is something people are going to be able to bring Annihilate to. I think Annihilate will get eaten alive, unless it's got Charm. And then you're just going to be able to be like, yeah, With Charming. Yeah, 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 yeah. With Defian, I, th I think if it's Willowisp, I think it's going to be a I, lot I did, more I did already a video with with best option for me is Cerulege. I've got that as well. Cerulege yeah. is like, uh, yeah, Cerulege yeah, yeah. top top option for I think. Has Sword Dance. Yeah, I mean, I think Armor Rouge is very good as well. I think Armor Rouge with the Psychic Terror typing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I I like Arcanine as well. Flashfire Arcanine. Is a little yeah, outside pick. Yeah. I think uh, that could be quite yeah, good. So. I've got a see. video ready to drop because I, I expected it to. Uh, I got the, the video is ready, but it's been ready for like two weeks. And I'm like, okay, when can two I drop weeks. this video? Yeah. Two weeks. Oh my God. Well, I, I, did so, I did it like I was so confident that it was going <laughs> to drop after the, the chestnut raid. I, I pre did it. And then obviously um, everything just went. 
to down the hall, you know, we uh, and we haven't had anything. I was totally expecting you dropped me a message last night and I was like with you. I was like, mm. last night, we're going to get the announcements for the new raids. They're going to come. And I, I kind of like the idea. You said they're going to just bring them all back, all three all back, of them exactly. at once. And, and I think, yeah, let's get two seven star raids at once in the spotlight raid. Just get it all done. And then we can kind of get caught up with the schedule. Because you've got a theory about this schedule as well. What we're going to see at the end of these, this first phase of, of raids, I've been coining it. But uh, I'll let you take it away, mate. You can uh, tell everyone what you think we've got coming, which is quite quite exciting, I think. Ah, I'm after after Rillaboom and Delfox, what's going on? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a big, a big question mark what's going on. But it's supposed that after Rillaboom, I'm really confident that it will arrive one, probably one legendary Pokemon, one really special Pokemon that uh, maybe uh, will have also a special Terraform, but it's quite hard to know that. But I also think that they have to prepare Mioscarada, Skeletirts, and, Qua and Quaquaval for also special Terraforms. I mean, uh, they also need them. So probably they they will be on the way also the um those three but That's we don't know yeah yeah, yeah i mean be, actually that like going along with that theory would make a lot of sense because it wouldn't i don't think those terror raids like a seven star terror raid for quackoval or any of the other starters in scarlet and violet would be that exciting because they're kind of starters that everyone has access to already but if you give it a twist where they do they do announce a trailer where they say yeah, this is the new thing. These terror masks are going to give these new terraforms. And the next seven star raid is like seven star Skeledurge yeah, yeah, with, yeah, its, yeah. with its signature terraform. Everyone would go mad. It would be like, no way, this is cool. And everyone yeah. would want them then, wouldn't they? Instead of being like, ah, oh, we've kind of got these Pokemon. It's not super exciting. So mm. I can see that working. Yeah, but. Uh, but probably I think that this part of Skledir, Quaquaval, and uh, Muscarada uh, is going to come with the second part of the DLC because um, if you remember the the footage and also the peak of the second part of the DLC that they are in the Blueberry Academy with uh, our two new rivals and with the four other guys that it's supposed that you are going to face them there. Um, it's Muscarada, Skledir, and 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 Quaquaval in the in the picture so maybe that's some type of hint that in the second part those pokemon are going to receive um the special terrestrial forms or the special or the special Terra mask mm. that makes sense i would like to see that mm. okay mate i'm gonna i'm gonna throw one more question at you before before i, I completely run you out this show um because i feel like i'm just throwing things at you left right and center so i don't mean to uh, i just i love hearing the theories um but if i was to have one more question i would say how do you think the story's all gonna come back and tie to like how is it gonna wrap up with linking area zero to terra pagos and like putting everything together what's your what is your if you had to guess like one theory now what would you what would you say your best guess at this would be from and bear in mind as well that we've not got like all the information from the dlc so you can't if you get this right though i want to come back to this when we finish these games and be like right yeah there we are <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 absolute absolute well if, if i have to make us a, a fast thing about this i mean that the game doesn't turn dark until we arrive in the area zero in the area zero um you know that the story of arven with mouth steve was very dramatic I, I cried like two times but the the game doesn't turn dark until we arrive um, a mystery until we arrive to area zero so um i think that the dlcs of course they are connected because the first part of the dlc i think we have to unlock uh and amiraidon form to play it but the second part of the dlc we have to complete the game to play so um you know the uh, the, uh, the 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 japanese folk legend folklore of um urashima taro yeah what happened that uh, some boys were hitting a, a a turtle 
and then a fisherman appeared, saved the turtle. The turtle bring uh, to the to the sea, mm -hmm. um, to a to a palace that there was that a god a god of dragons. It supposed that the the, the turtle was a princess. So uh, Urashima Taro stayed there uh, some time. Um, it supposed was three years, but in in the in the real life was five hundred. Also um, playing with this type of of time travel, of of time and and past and future, so Urashima Taro left the the palace, went back to the to the to the reality, to the to 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 home, and realized that 500 years passed. Okay, so um, and also has a a, a box, uh, a, like a, a small cage, and open it and because the um, the princess said, "Please don't open it." And finally, open it, and and suddenly, um, Urashima Taro um, gets old, like 500 years more. So more or less, it's like um, I think that everything will be connected. Like we will, maybe we will see Terapagos, the, but not the big one. You know, the small one that we don't know already the name. Um, so maybe somehow we will uh, arrive. You know the second part of the DLC to the um, to the to the Blueberry Academy. Maybe there uh, is something there connected, something that they know that finally we will arrive to the Area Zero and we will arrive um, to open a new door or to to get access to the depths of the Area Zero. That maybe there is something happening. Maybe it's another Pokemon legendary that we talked about before uh, that. This one is the protection paradise uh, protocol. You know that uh, what happened when when we faced uh, after we faced uh, Aisala and Aituro. So I think that probably everything is connected in this way. I mean, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Crazy yeah. stuff. It'd be interesting to see if we get you on after the DLCs dropped and work out how much of the stuff that you said and that we thought was actually true um because you know as you mentioned there's so much potential for this dlc obviously we're getting excited now but you know we we know nothing about it so when it's out you know it could be really good could not be really good but hopefully once home drops this week tomorrow or the maintenance is today so tomorrow yeah. wednesday mm. hopefully we'll start getting trailers for the dlc which would be would be nice but i guess we just have to wait and see and right out. Yeah, but, but but I'm really sure that after the DLCs, after everything, there will be also some 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 hints, some information maybe about next generation. You know, always there will be in Pokemon hints that of another um, generations of new future Pokemon. We have to see it. We have to see it if finally Pokemon will take everything, make a, a big connection between all what happened because i think that we don't know the truth what what's going on in 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 paldea because you know area Sirio it's a mystery and i think that they have to resolve this very good and i think that they will do it because this will be the marketing plan that everyone will buy the dlc the first part and the second part and that's all more or less <laughs> You oh one more thing sorry I keep going I keep going <laughs> yeah yeah you'll have to stop yeah. me in a minute Scott but do you think there's going to be any connection to Kalos because of the link to AZ from Kalos and the the uh, the Eternal Floret mm. and obviously AZ in X and Y AZ Area Zero that connection's been made by a lot of people I love that theory I. You know that the amount of floet that are randomly spawning in areas here as well it just seems mm. oddly coincidental i just think there has to be something there and we know the location of paldea we know where kalos roughly is on the the pokerverse they're mm. very closely connected and it feels like that right top hand corner is the that the, the connecting kind of area yeah. so i don't know i want i don't know what your thoughts are on on that connection because that's quite a big theory as well um, yeah, I don't yeah. think we're going to go back to Kalos per se, but I think there will be like a mid middle ground potentially between the two areas. 
but it could delve into a lot of law like the war the pokemon war and things like that that happened it's been kind of touched upon in other generations so there's all that kind of line of theory and i can see scott being like why are you asking this <laughs> no i don't know i'm this is interesting to me i don't think it matters um we want to cover as much as we can like i said there's so, there's so many theories because i haven't told us anything we have no idea what's going on so we no. all we can do is theorize so you know i, yeah, I love okay. talking about it so you know i i think that everything is connected somehow but at the same time we don't know anything else so uh, what i mean is like as lee was saying that this floet this uh could be a paradox pokemon maybe uh the ac floet um also yes uh, everything is very near uh galar um, kalos uh, uh, paldea everything it's very near but um, it's there nothing else happens so i think that uh what was what was you were saying about um this part that appears in the in the trailer of the dlc that we can see uh like a picture of some spots maybe the there could be some new legendary pokemons that we have to to come back or maybe some uh paldea forms as happened with tauros and whopper uh yes whopper tauros and whopper but with legendary pokemon because as we remember uh from the last uh game from sword and shield zapdos um moltes articuno got galar forms so maybe the we have to go to this part of the of the of the of paldea that it's with you know with the lines or maybe even farther um even farther away and maybe there could be more new pokemon more uh more stuff to do i mean the wall is uh, super big uh, but i think that of course they will do connections uh, maybe if ac floyd is we will uh, we will see her again but i mean, if kalos we will not see kalos <laughs> you know it's uh, wait till gen 10 for that do you reckon for the remakes yeah. <laughs> yes exactly gen 10. Gen 10 gen i keep 10. saying to myself that's that's the that's when we'll get megas back in gen 10 because they'll do a color if they keep the same schedule of doing a remake every generation then it will be x and y in gen mm. 10 so that would mean that we will get megas in gen 10 potentially i don't know if it'll be uh... yeah yeah in my opinion megas are the best ones me yeah. too me too. Yeah. Me three. Megas are brilliant. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like they would have the to. They would have to make the, it. The, the, the <laughs> they would have yeah. to make it a main series game though, because they couldn't add it in the they remake. Would, yeah. and then, no, they like, couldn't outsource it to like Ilka or something. No, it has to yeah. be like Oras basically. Yeah. Hmm. But but the way talking about new generations, um, do you remember the professor of language in in Paldea? Did you did you do the lessons? I did all the lessons. Uh, yeah, it's it's the the guy that has a um a team one of, has... of Raichu of, of Alolan Raichu. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so when and when he was um, showing us the lessons, he said uh, in other um, in other languages we say um, hola. Hello, eh, hola, que es in, en español, hola. Hello, um, the, later he said in, in French, in Italian, in German, and in Chinese, the, the word uh, hola. So, oh, hello, and hello. So, it's saying somehow that maybe, probably, uh, potentially, next generations can, can be based on Germany, Italy, and China. That would be that would be very cool because because we were talking about yeah in other places of the world they 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 talk um and they say as i say to you i don't know who it's uh hello in chinese or something like that i mean in all pokemon games are, are hints about maybe yeah other generations yeah i mean it, it's crazy it's crazy that's one mm. of those things that you would like i feel like it would happen and then you would come back to read about and you'd be like it's so obvious isn't it that this was like this is where it was going to be you know i think that i think they always put these like little easter eggs in 
all the time in the games and it's just waiting for like people like yourselves to like delve through and kind of uncover and yeah i find it so interesting i mean any of those regions it makes sense that we would see the other big like european countries get get uh games based around them as well i mean i would love to see one in china i feel like that the like the different terrains you could see in that sort of game and uh the, the you know the great wall and the other big kind of yeah, I mean, um, it's an endless story. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be really cool. I I'd think, love to see that. I think they probably. The next one. I think the biggest thing is like when they decide to pay off these little things, and they'll probably just plant stuff so they've got like, they they've got it, for like yeah. future. If they decide they want to use it, like you just said, they'll be like, oh yeah, we referenced that in um, Scarlet and Violet. But you didn't realise, <laughs> you know. When really they were just like, we'll just put that in there. I'm sure we can use it, you know. They probably do mm. that a lot with all these little Easter eggs, and then they can just decide whether they want to use them or not when they come with a new game. And, you know, mm. keep their options open, which they clearly seem to want to do. Um, so, but no, I I think you've yeah. asked like all the questions that I mean, and more that I could have thought of. Um, but I've probably got more. We'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah. I'll say we we'll definitely have you back on when after the DLCs dropped. And then oh, we yeah, can we cover, would love we to have you cover back on. everything um, and, you know, just see how right we were. We could go over this episode and be like, what did we talk about? What was actually correct? Yeah. Um, but no, it, it was, yeah. I mean, it's been it's been great talking to someone else. Obviously, we we have our own theories, but, you know, we don't we don't sit there theorizing all the time. So, um, you know, and you obviously have a very good track record of it. So it's just nice to have that third opinion and i'm sure the audience will really appreciate that as well um and you know it's got made me more excited for the dlc now um we just have to hope it lifts up to the hype um in due course i guess i i think it will i think it will hopefully we just get some news soon i think i think after this issue with mm. in my opinion i think the the issue with the rillaboom uh, Chestnut, Del Fox raids. When that gets solved and we see the last one of those, I feel that's when we'll see the DLC trailer drop. So it'll be like mid June potentially, mm. I think. But I'm with you. It, might, it could be like any time. But it's nice that we've got Homecoming tomorrow. But I, I second everything that Scott says. It's amazing to have you on the channel with us, kind of giving us your insights on this. You're obviously super knowledgeable about like all the the, the aspects of the game that like sometimes get overlooked and not necessarily on purpose or anything but i think you're picking up on things that are in the game and really kind of exploring them a lot more than you know myself or scott or maybe a lot of the viewers would do and it's really a great thing to have you on the channel to kind of go through these with us to explain what potentially they could mean for the games that are coming up because there's huge anticipation for the dlcs and i think there is that clamor everyone wants these DLCs to be good. I don't think anyone really is is rooting for them to crash and burn. I think everyone really wants them to do well and see Scarlet and Violet be these really like live up to expectations because in my mind they're still I'd say probably like one of my most enjoyable playthroughs of a Pokemon game I've ever had out of all the other generations. I love Scarlet and Violet, but it has it's like undeniably got its issues. And I'd love it to see it get like a redemption arc with these DLCs. And I think it's possible. And just to be able to kind of hear your thoughts on what potentially could come with everything that's unfolding. It really excites, really, really excites me. I am so pumped for the DLCs and they cannot come soon enough. But I cannot say enough thank yous for, for coming on and taking taking time to, to talk with us tonight. It's been absolutely amazing, mate. And we would love to have you back on again. My pleasure. Thank you very much, uh, Lee and Scott. Muchas gracias por uh, dejarme estar aquí to leave me here. <laughs> it will be a pleasure to be anytime. I mean, thank you very much because uh, I'm not very known in the world of Pokemon, but uh, I'm humble. I'm with, I become from uh, a humble family, and I think that that's the the most important part of of be a person. <laughs> 100%. And no. everyone at home, if you want to follow Light on any of his socials, definitely make sure you check out his Twitter because that's where all of the theories kind of take their 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 birth. 
and then you continue these on your Twitch. You stream on Twitch, so these will be linked as well. And we'll you also have all. a YouTube channel as well mm -hmm. as a Discord server as well. So make sure we'll link Thank all of much. these down in the description. So make sure to check them out, follow Light, and uh, follow the journey to see where he takes us next on this theory train that is very exciting, especially because we get zero news from Pokemon about like anything. So yeah, I mean, at least yeah, we got it's... you. We got you, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it's it's very hard because, as you say, there's no notice, so you have to, mm. to take like some hints, like here, here, we can make this connection and we can try to make this theory or this speculation. Or, but I'm just trying my best. I I just try to entertain you to to just think about uh, how Pokemon can think, you know, to anticipate that and to make something really good and also because this pokemon is based on on, on spain in spain and it's my my country and yeah, yeah for that reason i <laughs> thank you very much for everything now you do a great job mate and just keep doing what you're doing and um yeah we'll we're looking forward to getting you back on very very soon hopefully after the dlcs like scott says but um scott is there anything you want to chip in with before we say goodbye to light no i was just I just think of an analogy in my head. It's like, it's like trying to make a sandwich without bread. You know, <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to piece together this. These what's going to happen, but we don't have the key the key parts of the sandwich yet. So we just we just have to wait and see if we get it soon, so we can build on these theories and you know before they before the DLC arrives. So. You're going to start me off about herb and Mystica and sandwiches <laughs> now. And another set of questions. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> right. No, it has well, been amazing. Thank you so much, Light, for coming on. Thank you very much. For being a wonderful much. guest. Um and yeah, that's pretty much it. I think we'll leave it there, Lee, to be honest, because this has been awesome to be fair. I didn't think we'd be able to talk this long for DLC, but we have. So so I think that's all we will call it the theory episode with light. I think that would be a good yes. name. So um we'll link everything in the description, guys. So if you want to follow light, we'll have all the socials down below and yeah, I guess um, we'll see you in next week's episode on our new channel, remember? So please subscribe if you find us. Um, yes, yes, and do. And thank you to everyone that has yes. left us reviews on Spotify and iTunes. You we have 15 reviews it. now. I don't know what that happened. That is amazing. I thank I you think, so much. I think Spotify has been trolling us because Costa, one of our friends, told us that he did literally leave us a review as soon as we asked him to, but it didn't show up. So Costa... Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone. It doesn't show us the names on Spotify. It's really dumb. But we have, um, I think it's 13 or 15 reviews now, which is like amazing. 15, 4.9 4. stars. So, you know, oh, we appreciate everybody. Awesome. And no, thank you so much. To the next 15 reviews. So, <laughs> yes. Quickly, Scott, if we are ending it up here, um, uh -huh. I just want to just quickly update. Obviously, we have got Pokemon Home dropping uh, the maintenance is happening tonight so uh, we're recording this on the 29th of may maintenance will be starting on the 30th at like 1 a.m utc time uh, and it can it's going to be estimated to run from about 6 to 30 hours i'm presuming by the time this episode actually goes live home will be totally out there compatible with skull and violet uh, so that is happening this week. Uh, for those of you that don't know, um, they're the times and maintenance dates and things, as you can see there. Uh, we haven't had any update, like we've already mentioned throughout this episode, on the Seven Star Terror Raids coming back. We haven't had any news on that Spotlight Terror Raid event between Great Tusks and Iron Treads. So I'm hoping we get some news. It might even happen tonight. It might happen after home has been established. That maintenance is fixed. They might think that's done. We can now get back to the seven star raid. So we might see something come back this weekend. If we do, of course, um, we'll be covering it over on my channel and um, keep an eye on light stuff as well, of course, for that sort of thing. Um, and hopefully that kind of fires everything back up and we get back more to a, a better schedule with stuff because the last two weeks have been a bit of a nightmare. So, but other than that, there is a mystery gift running. Get gold is the code for a gold bottle cap, which is running at the minute. And it was announced 
for the Japanese National Championships that will be running on the 10th to the 11th of June. You will be able to get this Mystery Gift Pokemon, which is going to be a Bronzong. We'll cover it uh, as we get closer to the time, of course. But this is just a heads up that that is coming in. It will be a Mystery Gift for a Pokemon, which is really nice. And then on to that, after that, we'll have US Nationals, which is US International Championships. And there will be a Mystery Gift giveaway Pokemon for that one as well. That hasn't been announced, but I feel like it's going to be a good one. And that was it, mate. Sorry, I just want to keep no, everyone in no, the loop no, with what's fine. going on. That's, that's it. We got to we got to cover it. We got to cover all the news. So, no, no, Scott's Rocket Game Corner. But I'll save the stuff for next week. Um, we'll stockpile up. But didn't got nothing this week, then, mate. No, not really. So, <laughs> well, I'll make sure we got some stuff for next week. Okay. Cool. But no, Brilliant. that is it, everyone. Thank you so much for watching, and thank you so much, Light, again for joining us. Thank you very much, guys. Muchas gracias. And um, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Muchas gracias. Bye-bye. <laughs>